Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I am Tim Diesel. Today we're going to talk about avoiding obstacles from commercial brokers. And as always, if you have questions or you want to reach out to us, it's www.dieselcommercial.com and uh, reach out to us. We'll be glad to help you. All right. I recorded an episode about how to find the right commercial broker to work with. So I don't want to waste too much time on that today. So listen to that episode when you have a chance first. Um, Okay, so most important thing is the responsiveness. And if you call a broker and they don't respond in a reasonable amount of time, move on quickly. That's just a sign that they're not going to give you the attention you deserve. And try not to text because the commercial world is not on board with all the technology just yet in a lot of places. If you send an email and you don't get a response, then that should be a warning sign. Uh, It's not very good. So it doesn't matter how good they are. If you have a hard time reaching them, the broker that calls me back is basically the one that's always going to get my business. That's just how it is. Not the guy with all those letters behind their name. I don't care about all those designations. Um, Honestly, that really doesn't even help you. This is a service industry, and customer service is what's important. You want the guy who calls you back, responds to your email, uh, gives you detail about the property. So what? They have all these other great you know accomplishments that they've done well how does that help you that's what you're interested in Um, now what i suggest if you're listing a property is try calling a few brokers and see who responds let them know what your needs are be specific Uh, as specific as you can obviously because you don't want to go in there signing a deal right away but let them know what you're trying to do you're trying to find out if you guys can work together that's really the the long and short of it So, if you're selling, tell them what it is you want to net after the sale. Be clear on that. Many brokers, they'll take any listing that comes their way. So, ask them, hey, what's a realistic timeline? Personally, if I don't think the seller is being realistic, then that's not a listing I want to market. If if a seller has a good solid deal with financials supporting it, then it's not very hard to sell because investors, they buy solid investments with good cash flows all the time. And that's actually what they look for every day. Every, every day. So if you've got a good deal, you shouldn't have a tough time moving it. That should just be a given. Now, on the flip side, if you're looking to buy, that might be a little a little more difficult. Some brokers don't work with buyers. Uh, I've mentioned that to you before. They may ask to see a proof of funds letter. And I hear this a lot, surprisingly. They want to see proof of funds for the deposit that you're putting up. So if you're buying a million-dollar property, they want to see about 200 k or so. What if you don't have the money in your account at the moment? What if you're bringing on a partner? Does that mean you can't make an offer? Uh, many brokers don't want to deal with it because they, they, they just don't see the, the payoff in there. But we do creative stuff all the time. I mean, that's what makes this business fun. I ask buyers where the funds are coming from 
And if I feel they're giving me a legitimate answer, hey, look, we're working, I'm working with a few partners and we're all bringing the money together or whatever the case is, then it makes sense to me. It's the no money down deals that are the ones that I personally walk away from. And if you're a broker listening to this, those are the ones you want to be weary of. But that's not to say they can't get done. It's just they, they make them tougher because remember, you're not bringing anything to the table. So it, it just really depends on the deal. When you find the right broker and you're telling them exactly what you're looking for and you tell them your expectations, uh, remember, the more detail, the better. Uh, I spend an hour on, sometimes more, on the initial meeting with clients because I want us to be very clear on what we're looking to acquire. Um, what it is, what are we doing? Many brokers, they'll sell, sell you on performa numbers and some of those numbers don't even make sense. Call them out on it, don't be afraid. Uh, I tell my clients all the time, you know, we're getting performa numbers. Take this to your banker and see if we can even get financing because most of the time these low cap rate deals are tough. And there's no sense of even taking another step if we know it's so out of whack, it's not going to make sense. Also, if you're a broker, or I shouldn't say if you're a broker, if your broker is selling you on GRM, then move on because that's not any information an investor would care about. I'm not even going to tell you what GRM stands for because I don't even want you to know what it is. In my opinion, if a broker cared about you and your investment, they would not show you anything other than actual numbers so, or what it can do. Now, I have people send me info on their deal all the time, and it's amazing how many times I see this. Proforma doesn't count. It, it, it really doesn't. Sometimes we pay a little more if there's substantial value there. And yes, we pay a slight premium, sure. The problem is in today's market, and we're approaching fourth quarter 2018, most assets are overvalued and some of the sellers are a bit lofty in their price expectations. So just be careful when getting into a deal. Even if you hear about these gurus telling you how much money they've made in apartments and uh, you know, keep in mind they were buying in a different market. And the market they were buying in is not your market today. Uh, I do get calls from clients wanting to pay 30000 per door, but those deals are not out there like they were. And so make the best of what's available now. There's still good deals out there. You just got to make them work for you and make them make the most sense. Um, plan for interest rate hikes and the market shifting. All those experts tell you to buy class C product, uh, well, you got to ask yourself which tenants get hit first, class A or class C. So if all you have in your portfolio is class C properties, then just be aware of what could happen and plan for it. And um, if you go into it with the right plan and you cover everything you can, you should be, you should be in really good shape. So I hope that was helpful. Thank you guys for listening.